Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Well, welcome back. Um, all right, so today we are doing our uh, third installment in our Fear to Faith series. If you haven't listened to the first couple ones, go back and do that. I would highly suggest it. Uh, we've been getting a lot of questions about the, the podcast from yesterday. Uh, lots of people wanting to know more information about uh, the fear of death and dying. So I love it. I love talking about things that are really important. So today's fear is really related to that. Um, I consider the death and dying fear more about yourself. Today's fear is the fear of loss or going through the grieving process. So again, it's very related, but it's usually the loss can be um, something about you physically, uh, mentally, uh, losing a job, but also the grieving process. So actually having a fear of, of having to go through that. Uh, I totally understand that, you know, all losses are a part of life. Um, if you think about it, anything that lives dies, right? That's the circle of life, right? Anything that has a beginning has an end. Now, technically, when we get into, you know, the fear of, of um, you know, some other fears, loss is but a transformation, okay? It's not really an ending. It's not really a death. It's just a difference, uh, a different transformation. So think about um, if you chop down a tree and you make firewood and you put it in your fire and you burn it up and it turns to ash, right? And then the water comes and washes it away. The tree hasn't ceased to exist. It has changed its form. It is transformed into something else, okay? And then one thing you need to understand about grief, uh, and, and let me just say this, <laughs> I feel like sometimes I have a PhD in grief. Uh, I've had a lot of loss early in my life let me just say that, that both sides of my family, bless them. They are doing the best thing that they can. And long life has not been their pattern up until this point. Um, there's been a lot of loss, a lot of um, aces and trauma and um, physical body stuff, but also some mental health stuff. Uh, and so my dad is nearing the age of 70. Um, and this is really pivotal because there's nobody on either side of my family that's lived past the age of 70. Okay. This is really a big deal. So he's really taking care of himself. He wants to be the first. Um, so, so this idea of grief, I've had a lot of practice with it. One thing I can tell you is that the level of grief that you have is usually related to the level of love that you had. So a lot of people, you know, they'll say, oh, you know, um, my, my cat died, right? My dog died. Um, and you know, there's, there's, I don't know where we came up with these ideas of acceptable timeframes for grief, right? But somebody will, will mention to me that they lost their cat last month and they're like, oh, I know I should, should be over it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you love that cat. Don't, you shouldn't be over it. You, your grief is showing you what you loved, right? Or let's say, um, you know, you, you retire from a job that just filled you, 
right? And, and you know, you're like, oh, I should be happy because I'm retired, but I'm not. I'm sad. Yes, because you love that job and now you're grieving the loss of that job. Even though it's a good transformation, you still have those grief moments. And a lot of people will put off making a decision in their life because of the fear of the grieving process. Or um, I usually see this when uh, a loved one is, is getting into a time of transition uh, and you know it's coming. There's a lot of fear and, and a lot of control things that are happening, over-functioning, over-caretaking, that kind of thing, because they're trying to distract themselves from the grieving process. They have this, this notion that it's going to hurt too much. Okay. So in reality, they have this fear of the grieving process because of those feelings. I don't want to feel that. Right. And a lot of times, um, uh, those people who suffer from addictions, they have had a lot of loss in their life could be a loss of uh, a sense of security and safety. You know, maybe they have early childhood aces and traumas, um, could be huge losses, um, to themselves and, and maybe to the people that they love and they form addictions. And remember addictions can be anything. I'm not just talking about drugs and alcohol. Like I'm talking about chocolate cake, uh, Netflix, you know, even, uh, I, I swear I have a client that's addicted to meditation right now, right? He's just not even entering into life anymore. He's just like totally trying to Zen out. That's great until your bills need to be paid, right? So addiction is really trying to avoid those feelings. So uh, a loss can be a loss of anything. Think about it this way. Um, maybe you have expectations for something and it's not happening. If you have very high expectations for how, let's say your house is supposed to be, and you also live with children, you might experience little teeny tiny mini losses all day, every day. And those build up, right? Um, if you're a, you're a boss and you have expectations and people are now fulfilling your expectations, the same can also be true. Uh, you can have a loss of your health, right? When I went through my experience with a, a stroke, um, well, let's see, 12 years ago now. Um, yeah, let me tell you, that was a loss. And there was a lot of grieving uh, because I didn't know what life was going to look like from then, right? You could be, you could have lost wealth, uh, I have a dear friend. She um, just found out that her business manager, who she trusted, basically embezzled all of her business's funds. She's really going through not just anger, but grief. That's huge, right? Um, you can experience a loss of a relationship or people or a job, anything, right? Anything. Um, last year, I remember one of my kids had, had a, a loss about the, uh, their favorite pair of socks, right? I mean, that's a loss. We look at it and we're like, oh, that shouldn't bother me, but it does. One thing I do know about grief, and I've talked about this before on the podcast, but any emotion, especially, especially grief, grief is very, um, I, I don't, yeah, heavy is a good word, but it's also a full emotion. Uh, for those of you who have felt grief, you probably understand what I mean. But it comes in 90-second waves. Uh, our electrical system, our nervous system, right, our feelings, it comes in, in waves that last 90 seconds. 
I don't know why 90 seconds. It's just been proven that that's what happens. When you have fresh grief, the 90 seconds are one upon another upon another. So it seems like it's constant and consistent grief when in reality, it's just a lot of waves one after the other. And every now and then, you know, let's say you're years down the road, you can still have a wave of grief and it might last 90 seconds. So what we want to do is we want to take a minute and a half out and really feel the grief. We want to honor it. Okay. We want to say, I see you. I feel you. Yes. You know, like um, if I have a moment of grief about my mom, right? I can say yes. And I can remember my mom and I can remember, you know, some of the fun times I had with her. Okay. So instead of trying to avoid the feelings of grief, which doesn't do us any good, by the way, because the grief still needs to be dealt with, we can step into it, honor it and say, yes, this is telling me I have loved this thing that I've lost. All right. Now here's the question of the day. What if whatever you just lost is not really lost, but it's just transformed into something else? I'll give you a great example. So uh, this is following our episode from yesterday where we talked about death and dying. And I explained the second time that I died and what happened. Um, but our loved ones, um, our, our loved ones, uh, they are energetic spiritual essences. Okay. Their physical body may no longer be here, but their energy is still here. Now I won't go into, you know, a long drawn out story or anything, but I've seen it time and time and time and time and time again. Now you get to choose if you're going to believe that or not, but I'm telling you right now it's happening, whether you believe it or not. Okay. What if that job that you really are grieving over because you lost was actually the springboard that's taking you into the next thing? What if you are transforming the skills that you learned, the network you created into something entirely different, right? So kind of like with my stroke, when I, when I lost my quote unquote, lost my health, uh, during the stroke, I don't think I actually did at all. I think Yes, a part of my brain blew up and said, uh, yeah, no more people pleasing. You're literally killing yourself. And it set me up for so much success in, in all areas of my life. I'm so glad. So the stroke was not a loss in my health. It was an invitation to get healthy. Okay. So each new loss is actually a new beginning. So those feelings of grief that you're trying to avoid are actually a gift. Okay. Change your perception, change your life. You get to choose to believe anything that you want. Are you willing? And with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.